Okay, so did you like your your Dunkin' coffee or no? Yeah, this is my very first Dunkin' coffee. Did it? Did I? Did I? Wait, in a long time or did I put you on? Not ever. I've never had one before. You're welcome. You know, I was thinking of getting a futon. You should. I really like futons. I'll show you the one that I, I'll show you the one that I wanted. Are we going to IKEA? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was my plan today to go to IKEA. I don't know. I don't know why the fuck I, I decided to get drunk instead. <laughs> That's always the best move. Emotions. We should have gotten a bottle of Bailey's and thrown it mm. in here. I just don't want to get. Okay, you know how like I was really lit to get drunk earlier. Yeah. Now I'm just not. Yeah. Uh, I've come down. Up? I think that he really fucked it up for me. You think so? Yeah, and and, Vegas, and also you were not drinking at the same pace as me, so. So. <laughs> no, I know, but still. But anywho, where's your list of topics? What's Any up? her. Um. First of all, mm-hmm. I want to welcome Noel back to the podcast. Yes, ma'am. Because it's been about. I don't know how many months. Six to seven business months. Probably. Or some shit like that. Yeah. I don't know. But this week we have Noah back on the podcast, guys. Um, you know, I'm not. A, I'm just not a big fan of the whole introduction thing. Why? I, I don't Explain know. Explain that part to me. Me explico or no? No. Um, I think it's kind of cringy. I feel like eventually through... I, I, I guess I'm the kind of person where like I can have a full conversation with you drunk at the club at 1 a.m., and not sober. And <laughs> not sober at like three o'clock. No, it, no. I mean, e- either or. But I don't. I don't need to know your name. You don't want to reveal me to the pu- to the public audience. Or yeah, you? I'm embarrassed of you. That's what I'm trying <laughs> to say. Yes, apparently. Okay. You also need to come a little closer. Have you recorded on the new mics? No, I haven't. You haven't recorded. Right? Okay, I yeah, so yeah. So you got so to. Really, yeah, so you really got to come closer. Can y'all hear me? <laughs> they respond back. <laughs> yes. You expect a fucking response back from them. No, yeah, you, you really got to come close on the mics because these are, like, the ones where they don't pick up the air so much, so. Oh, you know what? The air is, like, blowing mm. directly at them. It won't pick it up. It won't pick up the mm-hmm. air? Okay. That's why I got these specific mics. Okay. But anyways, oh, my God, what just happened here? Right. Do you, you know, I kind of feel pressured because, like, when we were at, like, Havasu and, and Dana came to me and she was like, I mm-hmm. heard you guys' like podcast and I heard your episode yeah. and she was like, it was so great. It's one of my favorites. So I feel like I really need to live up to that standard <laughs> now. Like she really just like, put, like not, I want to mm-hmm. say a pedestal because I'm, I don't know about like being the best guest in there or anything like that. You're like, not. That's a, I'm not <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, like there's this expectation yeah. set now. So it's like, I got to Well, I also talk we'll really good up. about you to Dana. And I feel like usually like Dana's the kind. Dana's one probably the only person I know that always picks up on the vibes. I feel that like I, I vibe very there. well with her. No, yeah, while you, we're you, out there. yeah, I you like did. We vibe very well. Yeah, but Dana's like the only person that believes my vibes. Does that make sense? You know, mm-hmm. like if I tell her Noel's a good person, she's gonna be like, okay, I trust his, ju- I trust his judgment because he has All a good, because right. he has a good, uh, a good um, intuition. Yeah. Well, overall, I, pr- I I fucked with pretty much everybody at that. Trip. I don't believe so. I don't believe so. Well, as far know, as I've met you, is, is wrong. <laughs> so it's wrong for once. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as I've known you, which is what, like a year yeah. and a half now, it'll be, it'll definitely be, over a year. It'll be two years in January. December. 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 Yeah. Is that when we went on our first date? <laughs> yeah. We met on my birthday. Actually. Yeah. On your birthday? We're yeah, like, I was right on my, we're like, like literally my, well, we went on the first date that was on your birthday. No, that wasn't. No, that was New Year's 
day. Okay, so we met on Grinder. No, we met in person. Oh, in person on your birthday? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. So, so we met before that on Grinder. No, we never talked on Grinder. Yes, I we never... did. That's how we met. No, oh my god, we, no, didn't. we did it. Why do I You're keep g- thinking? No. Why do I keep thinking that we met on on Grinder for some fucking reason? I don't know. We met in person. I'm just that much of a hoe, I guess. Yeah, clearly. Exposing myself on the pod- on, my, on my own fucking podcast. Nope, we met in person. <laughs> yeah, on your birthday for and, uh, you know, on my birthday uh, at the club. I went out to the club with my cousin, and it was a Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was slim picking, so I thought you were cute. And then my cousin. Oh, you thought it was easy? No, no. Um, I thought I thought you you look cute. And then um, my cousin ended up knowing this. Um, what would you label? She's not trans. She's a, no, she's, 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 she, she's just Terry. Yeah. Well, whatever. My cousin knew this individual. This individual <laughs> knew Eddie. A fellow and, fag. Yeah. And then um, this individual talked to Eddie about. Me thinking Eddie was somewhat attractive at the time. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I love how you try to downplay my ego right now. So yeah. And then, so it doesn't go to my head. And then Eddie came and, and um, conversed with me. And that was it. And then we, like, exchanged uh, Snapchats, whatever. And then I went home. And then um, I vibed with Eddie pretty well. Uh, we Snapchat, whatever. And then he kind of, like, blew me off, like, twice, whatever. It was more than twice. I okay, first of all, I was not really trying that hard. And then, <laughs> all of a sudden, no, we, just, really we just had this conversation earlier at brunch, and all of a sudden, you're like, why was that? Why was, why was it that, that, that you kept blowing <laughs> me off every fucking single time? <laughs> anyway, then we went on, I guess you'd call it a date. You call it a day. We went out over to this coffee shop. We're adults, we, so I feel yeah. like, I mean, I don't want to see so much of a date. No, not really. I guess we like met up and tried to like just fill each other out outside right. of a, like a, a club and mm-hmm. intoxicated atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> over mac we, and cheese. Yeah, over mac and cheese. Yeah, we we had mac and cheese at this um at this coffee shop, and um, so we met whatever, and we we vied, but not in the sense that I thought we would, because I definitely didn't vibe with him as like a like a hookup or a relationship type of way yeah but but we did vibe like clearly we're still here we're, we're still here but mm-hmm. yeah we vibed in a totally different way and i'm glad we never initiated anything further than that right yeah i think we went on that vibe and, and we like got the got the vibe or we went on that on that day and we got the vibe that this is just yeah like, we weren't gonna work out as anything else no and it's so funny because like i mean i love that we've gotten to know each other and become really good friends over the uh last year or whatever mm-hmm. because like we wouldn't have worked out. As no, a- <laughs> and, I, and I feel no, and honestly, I feel like that's like, even within the gay community, I feel like most see each other as like, if it's not a, like a relationship or a hookup type of deal, it's not really worth investing time into. Because mm-hmm. I've gone, I've gone on a couple of dates where I was like, I didn't vibe with them in that sense, but I vibe with them as a person in general. Yeah, but I never heard from them after that. You know mm. what I mean? So, so you're very lucky that I didn't ghost you. You're lucky. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, I, I really do feel like that is, um, mm-hmm. unfortunately, just kind of the general way most most people within the queer community yeah. view other people within their queer community. If you don't serve them as a... It's as so a easy for guys or, to do it, though, you know? Yeah, I just don't see why. It's like I'm always open to um, expanding my, my inner circle, I yeah. guess. 
if you're if you know you just can't disregard somebody without giving them that chance right and I mean, you can't are. i mean you can but, but it's, it's like what are you but we're not those kind of people <laughs> yeah so I, even like like our friend jesus he's like he's 23 24 he just turned 24 24 yeah i i, can't, I mean i just see him as young you know like he like, is like, young yeah. you know like in his young 20s so like you know i just see like like the way you know he is because i mean he should be you know behaving the way he is but like I, like the way he you know he'll talk to us about some guys that because our friend jesus is very very attractive and he's yes. very popular yes. like you go on his instagram and he has thousands on thousands on thousands of followers yeah and so for him you know so he he gets a lot of attention rightfully so i feel you know yeah and but it, it, like the way he'll talk to us about the way he ghosts people or you know this is and that yeah not to put his shit out there but i mean well some of you it can't go valid. on di- yeah some of it a lot of it is valid because yeah, you, you cannot because you yeah because you can't go on dates with two thousand fucking people the amount of people that hit that blow up his fucking DMs, yeah, it's impossible. You can't, you yeah. can't go on dates on all of them. You got to be selective. No, for sure. You know, and I mean, even there are easy ways to like filter through people's profiles as well. Right. Like, I mean, most people put their interests out on their profile. Yeah. If the thing, if the content within their profile don't interest you, most likely you're not going to be interested in that person. Yeah. So, I mean, in that sense. He could filter through those people. You have a very way. good idea of how much you're going to be to somebody within the first two months in their profile. I would say, on their so, but then again, then again, it's like I'm not very active on my personal profile either. Right. Um, and a lot of my shit is really dated. And the thing with you is like, <laughs> it, it's very dated, but it's also very consistent. You you haven't changed much besides over the last since quarantine started, mm. you grew out your beard. That's the only yeah, thing, that's, that's the only it. thing that has changed about you. And to be honest, I'm like debating as to whether I should even keep it. Like I don't know if I really Honestly, like now it would be weird seeing you without a beard. Because before it was like, "Oh my god, look at this fucking masculine butch over here." <laughs> you know, all of a sudden with the beard and then uh, but now it'd be a little weird for, for you to take it off. You think so? I feel like I like clean-shaven goes with me a bit more. Yeah. Or oh, like cl- oh, clean-shaven? Yeah. Just like get rid of mm-hmm. like beard mustache everything. But I don't know. <coughs> well, I mean, it was fun for your experiment. But, I'm, thinking, but I'm also thinking, like, should I just, like, keep it till the end of the year? Should I, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think you should. I mean. I don't know. We'll play by ear. Because I was I always, about, like, I, I always fuck up. I always fuck up with my hair. Like, I'll always end up get, growing my hair out during the summer and, cu- <laughs> and and getting a ball during winter, which makes no fucking sense. Yeah. So. But, yeah. So, right now, me and Noel um, are actually just getting here. Um, from brunch, yes. technically, yeah, yes. I guess. Um, we got a, we, we had a couple of drinks in us, and we, we were gonna just kind of call it a day. Get yeah, some well, milkshakes. with this whole quarantine deal, yeah. there's like, there's not really like, it's like, what's the next move? Like, there really <sighs> is know. no next move. Yeah, it's um, you got one move, and that's it. Yeah, and um, maybe we just got there too early. No, I think um, we, I think we got there at, at a really good time. In a sense, we got really bad table. seating. But we got seating. If we would have gone later. Oh, yeah, yeah, true, 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 true. Yeah. So, seating in the sense of that, that was a bad table to get for me because you were chilling in the, in the shade. Half my body. Yeah, I was a little. Yeah, like, half my body was on I fire. Just came, I just kind of got there and cleaned my shit. Yeah. <laughs> half my body was on fire. 
because uh, I, I got the sun. But no, yeah, I think we got there at, at, a, at a really good time. But but we got a couple of drinks in us, and I wanted to get lit. I wanted to party. I wanted to, like, you know, whatever. I was on the same level. I was on the verge of getting a tattoo. got there. And then I was kind of like, mm, like, you know, I've been getting lit for so long. <laughs> wow. Like, okay, Mr. Popular, <laughs> Mr. Bitches. No, it's just like, I'm like, you know what? It's kind of nice to just be sober. Right. right, right, right. <laughs> right. No, and so I, 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 I definitely sure. was kind of like the Debbie Downer today, I feel. Not Debbie Downer, but I get where you're coming from because you also been like the person that kind of has been going out more than I have. Yeah. You know, not to shame you during quarantine, but like you have been going out a lot more than I have. And even then, it hasn't been a lot. It's just like you've been right. just a total homebody, too. Right. By comparison and as well. I, right. And I feel like compared to how I was before quarantine, it was the opposite, where I was oh, going yeah, out a lot. For sure. And you were the homebody, mostly. Yeah, for sure. You know? And now, during quarantine, you've been going a lot more, and I haven't. So, to me, it's kind of, like, natural to just be like, yeah, I want to. But even then, it's like the sense of going out is, like, the options are like one the, uh, yeah they're they're very limited and they're yeah. like dinners and you just get a couple of drinks during dinner and like, i saw in south dakota I don't, I don't know who i think i was showing them victor last night in south dakota <coughs> the clubs are open oh but there's also like 10 people in south dakota that live there yeah so i have a mutual on instagram he lives there and he was showing me like the clubs and you know he, he was posting the clubs and i'm like Come on, man. Does like, it look lit? It does. I oh, mean, it's shit. full It's full on clubs. Yeah. Full on clubs. But also, would you want to live in South Dakota? No. Where would you want to live besides besides Arizona? Be- oh, besides, the, besides the main ones, which is like obviously Arizona, California, New York, Texas. Mm, I wouldn't want to live in California. California just like, seems way too busy, too fast paced for me. Um, same thing with New York. I visited mm-hmm. New York and it was cool. Mm-hmm. Four or five day experience. But to actually live there way too populated everybody's just living stacked on top of each other um fuck like that's a really good question i don't know if and even then i wouldn't want to move somewhere permanently like say for like two three years maybe but permanently uh um maybe california even though it's a good opportunity to live there it just doesn't speak to me most places don't speak to me uh, but mm. I'm not gonna lie. New York has kind of been speaking to me in the last. New York couple gets stupid months. cold though. I love the cold. Oh hell no! Nah. I nah. love the cold. Nah, I, so I prefer the cold versus the hot. Um, I want to visit Seattle, so I'd want to experience Seattle. Maybe based on my visit, I would prefer. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I would need to visit more places to be able to give you an answer. Yeah, well, I think because like at the end of the day, it's like I would always want to be a, a living in here, living in Phoenix, because there's where my whole family's at. This is where I always grew up. Like, I don't feel like there is no other option for me. Not just me. that, but Phoenix is actually like I mean, I always thought that Phoenix had a really good culture and everything, you know, mm-hmm. or just a really good vibe in general. But lately, I've been seeing on Twitter that people are like really shit on Phoenix for like not having any culture, but it's mostly well, it's mostly in- people from like New York or like the East Coast. But we are also one of the newest cities, mm-hmm. so we don't have like really like historic, all could uh, like architecture. We and don't stuff have like the fucking that. colonizer history. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, can you really shit on this? No, I feel like the the reason why I feel like a lot of East Coast people shit 
uh, shit on Arizona or probably the East Coast in general is because you, you have to look at the way it's built. They live up on top of each other. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them live, you know, it's very condensed. Mm-hmm. Arizona, bitch, I mean, just from my neighborhood to your neighborhood, it's yeah. a difference in culture. No, for sure. You know, I mean, it's sure, sure. sure, it's all like Hispanic, it's all like Hispanic vibes, but it's different, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like you, you really can't say, you know, oh, there's no culture until you lived or been in every single part of this fucking state. What know? would you say the difference in culture is between your neighborhood and mine? Um, I would say... Because I don't feel like there really is a difference in culture. Mm-hmm. Maybe just... I think it's the way... I think it's, I think it's the way people view it. I think I think people view your neighborhood a certain kind of dangerous or certain kind of ghetto, and then they view my neighborhood a certain kind of ghetto. So I'm not saying mm-hmm. one is better than the other. I think they're both viewed more on the on the on the negative aspect than like just the way so, you live. I mean, to be completely honest with you, like yeah, like which is kind of a shame because our house, the, where I live, the houses are a bit. They're not super old. They're, they're a bit mm-hmm. on the newer right. side yeah. of the aspect of it. But I, even I, I then, don't think like, most houses in your neighborhood were built before 1990. No, they're like right. 2000, I mm-hmm. would say five and up. Um, the thing is, it doesn't really matter as like the buildings. It, it's it's the people that inhabit those, those places mm-hmm. that make the neighborhood. And um, True. we come up on the news a lot. <laughs> like... <laughs> um, yeah, the houses might be might be newer. They they might be bigger, whatever, what have you. But the people that inhabit them, I don't think are far from people closer to your area. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a, a sense in, in culture, we are pretty much the same. Just I think it's perspective. I mean, it's always blown my mind that people call my neighborhood the ghetto. When I'm yeah. like, have you guys been to a ghetto? Yeah. Like, have you seen, like, the poverty and the A, B, C, and D that makes up a ghetto? Like, all my life, I thought that the neighborhood that I lived in was, like, decent. Decent. I yeah. mean, I've never saw. I mean, sh- I mean, in my head, it's like, you can't go based off, like, a violence rate because every area has its own sense of violence. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter where you no matter where you live. Well, I mean, even then, a violence rate is, like, like how consistent is it? Right. So you kind of can go off of a violence rate. You kind of can, but you also got to look at, uh, like, there's multiple factors. You can't just go based off, like, oh, my gosh, someone died here. That's mm-hmm. ghetto. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I used to work with people at Chipotle back in like, 2015, 2014. And uh, they would, uh, I remember, like, I remember um, they would talk very, like, negative or, like, d- talk down on, like, these kind of neighborhoods, like, like, you know, like where we live. Versus like their neighborhoods up in like northern Phoenix, and mm-hmm. by northern Phoenix I mean like northern Phoenix, not like Flagstaff, S- Sedona. I'm like not you mean there. Like Peoria area. Not so much Peoria, but like um, Deer Valley and oh, okay. uh, you know like up there. And I would it, it would shock me because I'm like it's the same shit. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, it's the same shit. Yeah. You probably don't hear as much, or you probably don't see as much uh, bums or or homelessness or like you know things yeah. like that shady stuff. Because those areas are, are kind of newer. Uh-huh. So, like, you're not going to have a lot of that homelessness rate, you know? Uh-huh. Homeless people don't travel that far. Like, they kind of tend to stay in, like... I mean, Phoenix is a, is a way older city. So, like, there's a, there's been, been a lot more built here. Uh-huh. You know, and there's a lot more people here than, like, northern Phoenix and other areas. Because homeless people don't go to those areas, you know? Like... 
I don't know. I guess it's just kind of they're more centralized, like uh-huh. low abs, low streets areas. Um, because Central Phoenix, I have a lot. At my yeah. old neighborhood, when I was like right off the freeway, there's a lot. There's a lot of homeless people there, and the violence rate was really high. Um, growing up, I didn't realize it, but when I got, I feel like when I really started going into school and, um, like you know, other kids, they were, they're like, they we don't hear helicopters at night, like yeah. stuff like that. At all. Yeah, like, that's, that's weird to me. I'm like, but a helicopter is just a helicopter. That could be for anything. But when they literally shine a light like over your house, your right. whole neighborhood, that's another that's another story. They're literally searching for somebody within your neighborhood. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, and maybe I'm just I'm just maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm just ignorant to the fact that like I mean, there's been lights shine on my house plenty of times, but I never like freaked out. I never worried. I'm like, eh. no, same. I never, you know, I never worried about it either. I just don't, I just don't define a neighborhood based off these dumb things. I feel like the one real memory that kind of sticks to mind is like at my current neighborhood, we don't we don't have alleys. You put your 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 trash can and your recycle bin, whatever, at the street every Tuesday and they get picked up. In my old neighborhood, you would take care of your shit or your, your trash, your, your recycle, yes, it would get picked up. But your trash, you would take it to your to your alley. Mm-hmm. And one time when, when I was taking out the trash and my little brother was with me, I remember he found a needle thrown on the floor. Oh. So when he picked it up and I freaked out because it's a needle, it's super dirty, mm-hmm. it looks just yellow and dingy and nasty and he uh, picked, that's yeah been used multiple times yeah so and he picked it up and, and i feel like that's when it really hit he me. picked it up yeah like he grabbed like he didn't like actually touch the needle or like poke himself or anything like yeah. that but he picked the needle up uh. and that's when it like really hit me like this place is not as okay as i thought it to be at one point um when i grew up i found out people were shooting up they were dealing they were prostituting themselves within our alleys nice no not nice <laughs> no so that's when they Some really people gotta hit. make a living bitch no for sure but i mean there's there are different means in, in which to make a living out mm-hmm. of and that's when i think it really hit me on just how bad that yeah. neighborhood was and um yeah it's like something that extreme like that for me to like mm-hmm. open my eyes and realize that because other than that i was like yeah, there's homeless, but they don't bother you. Like right. you just keep right. walking. Right. Um, yeah, the the helicopters pass by, but they're just gonna shine a light on your house. You have nothing to hide. You have nothing to worry about. The doors are locked. The doors are locked. It's like, whatever. It's mind you, your, the whole time. It's like <laughs> mind, <laughs> they're looking for you the whole time. It's like mind your business. But right. When something like that is happening, literally behind your home, somebody's shooting up or yeah. prostituting themselves, and you know, slanging and everything like uh-huh. that. That is what's slanging. Like they're they're, they're dealing dick? they're dealing they're selling their drugs. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're moving weight. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what they're doing. When they're doing that, like literally right behind your home, mm-hmm. that's just way too close to comfort. Especially when you have younger siblings or or you yourself are a young person, you shouldn't okay. be exposed to something like that. See, maybe I'm just ignorant to the fact because I used to live like in a really bad neighborhood mm-hmm. as well, like before we moved here, and the things like I've always had a I never I never had a bad experience. You know, I've always been yeah. very lucky in my life that I, I even in like the poor neighborhoods that we lived in, mm-hmm. I never had a bad experience, dangerous experience. I never felt uncomfortable. 
You know, really? yeah, I, I mean, I, I did. never had anything like that. I remember one year we got. Um, this is the part about Virgos that I'm telling you. Maybe people just, maybe I'm just intimidating. Mm, I doubt even it. even I even doubt even it. as a nine year old, people were like, you know what? I ain't gonna fuck with him. Nah, <laughs> he I looks like it. a he looks fucking mean. <laughs> no, I think you just lucked out because I remember one year for, for uh, Christmas, my father gifted myself and and my sister. We we each got electric scooters. And he told oh, us. I used to have one too. Yeah, yeah. So he told us he's like, just write it up and down our street. Yeah. Well, one day I got bold and I wrote it around our whole ass neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So when I went maybe four blocks down our street, and um, I had this guy. He was he was following me in his um, in his Monte Carlos, and they were yelling at me. He and and two other friends that were in the car. And keep him. I was like eleven yeah. at this point. They're they were like driving right behind me and i remember they're like yelling at me they're like give me your scooter hey let me see your scooter and they're literally they're literally like on my ass they're tailgating me and i'm 11 so i'm like fucking freaking out and he's like come on little fatty (laughs) and i I was always a little heavy (laughs) oh my god i mean not fatty yeah he said that and i was like you know i was a heavy set kid i still am a heavy set kid Mm -hmm. and um you're not you're not um Okay, maybe it's just me. You're five ten. That's, <laughs> that's that's it. <laughs> but like they were chasing me and um, and I I, I damn near fell off my my electric scooter uh-huh. and then because like I was just that scared and they were just that close to me and and like looking back I'm like how fucking pathetic are they? They're these like grown ass men. They're these grown ass like early thirties, mid thirties aged men. Yeah. They're all like carpooling in one car and shit. Like they probably can't like afford to like have their own vehicle, mm-hmm. and they're trying to steal an electric scooter from this eleven-year-old. Like who the fuck does that? So yeah, I guess like I have been exposed to like the more negative aspect of these kind of neighborhoods, mm-hmm. and um and we lived in this neighborhood till up until for like almost eighteen years. Yeah. Oh wow. And so yeah, I did experience. Yeah, see, my experience was was brief. We lived in most of the neighborhoods because we we moved like six, seven times. Oh, no. Yeah, we, we moved a lot. So we lived there for maybe like two, three years at max in each neighborhood that uh-huh. we lived in. So I guess maybe that has to do something with it as well. But, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. People just knew not to fuck with me for some reason. No, I mean, there was another instance. I've been toxic since I was five, apparently. <laughs> no, I mean, I had another instance where there was this guy. So we had this guy. He would always walk up and down our street because he lived on our street. Mm-hmm. But this guy was a drug addict. And... um we always needed to stay away from him because he would literally walk up drag and addict he was yeah. a drug addict he loved drag yeah he loved drag <laughs> he was such a fag but nah but um yeah he would always be on on some shit and um we always needed to stay away from him because he would just walk up and down and he would just yell just bullshit and he would just be weird like he'll sometimes like hit himself he was mm-hmm. always scratching up himself oh he a freak like, yeah like he was like scratch getting always scratch himself and whatnot so one time, like, I was in the front yard, and he kind of came up, and I didn't know what to do, what to say. And he grabbed me by my both of my arms. He grabbed me with both of his his hands, and he grabbed me on, on my shoulders. And he started How shaking you? me. Like, maybe 12. Oh, hell no. Yeah, he just grabbed me, and he started shaking me. He's like, hi, hi, how are you? And I was like, oh, my God. Like, but... Like, I know he didn't have the intention of hurting me because I know he, he was a drug addict for sure. Not, not, like, he was not mm-hmm. all there, but he never had. But he any. was a mutual drug addict where, he, like, where, I mean, where he wasn't dangerous. <laughs> no, for sure. No, and to be honest, he was. Mm-hmm. I, I never felt like he was dangerous. Yeah. But even then, like, for him to put his, his hands on me and just. Right, right. 
for him to say hi, but in such an aggressive way, mm-hmm. that just shook me up. That should that should scary, you know. Well, I mean, at twelve year old, at twelve year old, twelve years old, you you have, you, you have no perception of that life, you know. So I feel like it's really hard for you to understand what was going on. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So it was just. I don't know. And then, like, later on in life, like, I ended up working at a at a fast food chain within that same probably, I don't know, four or five miles up. And um, that whole street was known as, like, where prostitutes would go up and down that whole street. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, so I... I ever thought about how, like, if, like, if sex work and, like, you know, I guess... (laughs) <laughs> like that kind of life mm-hmm. not just sex work but you know like that low level kind of poverty life yeah if it was more like accented into our culture and we knew how to like live amongst these people versus like looking down on these people how much more fun life would it be no fuck that this this lifestyle is not a lifestyle you want to be a part of <laughs> it's like, not a lifestyle you want to be part of but i think it's because we we've like degraded it or, or looked down on it for so such a long time because it is degrading these people don't have sex their, work though when there's different levels of sex work. If you're walking up down, up and down Educate the street. Me. And and because there's like those high level escorts. Okay. Which have standards. They do their 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 sexual checkups and like, you know, and stuff like that. Okay. Well, but technically but escorts aren't supposed to have sex with you. Because then it's prostitution. It is prostitution, but I don't even know how to explain it. Okay. Because there is a difference between like, and how do I even explain it? Because there is a, a higher level of danger, version. you mean? Yeah, I guess. And because, and like, when you're walking up, up and down the street, you know, they have their pimps and shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, because when I used to work at this fast food chain, and I would open up. So we, I would go in at 5 so we could prep and everything, and then we would open up the restaurant at 6. Mm-hmm. And every day, like, these as these prostitutes would walk up and down the street, and then they would come in to our dining room they'd order a couple of things whatever and then they'd get picked up by their pimp okay so one time this one girl came up and she was gonna take her order she was just getting a little breakfast breakfast before her shift no after her shift oh was it after all okay because that was like later on yeah she she worked up her appetite yeah and um she earned that appetite yeah i guess but she i don't know if she was drugged up or drunk or what and keep in mind i was i was 18 at the time and um she was on something and she was ordering and she was like really down and sad and just it's just this like deep sadness within yeah just her whole being her Mm. her voice her Uh like in her eyes and everything when i was taking her order and after i took her order she was just like don't look at me like that and i'm like what do you mean and she's like you don't have to look down on me like that and i'm like well i'm just taking your order ma'am yeah and she's like i know what i'm doing is wrong but I, i don't like I'm just doing it for now. Like I'm gonna get out of it. And, like she was like, and she started like tearing up on mm-hmm. me, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like I'm just taking your order. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and but and the thing that like I just gotta know, do you want a double whopper or not? I mean, <laughs> do you want the combo? Or what the fuck? Do you want <laughs> breakfast or do you want dinner? <laughs> but um, yeah, I was just like living within that neighborhood and working within that area. You yeah. get exposed to so much different shit. Mm-hmm. Like there was this like local um, grocery store, like within that same plaza that I worked. Okay. They would get jacked all the time. Uh-huh. There was fights in the street. There were like fist fights in the when street. When I found out that every grocery store is f- insured, uh-huh. I don't give a fuck about people jacking anymore. And, and don't even try no, to, don't, it, don't, don't even try like to use, 
They even try to use the like uh well when the more they rob the higher the prices go um no your company can afford it yeah but but i mean you don't want it to be like yeah i get what but you're it saying. happened on like because i worked within that same plaza and it literally happened within like a weekly basis yeah you know what i mean i was like that's ridiculous that is ridiculous. What do they steal though? I mean, they're saying like two hundred dollars worth of groceries. They would steal groceries. They would. Some of them would mm-hmm. go with carts full of shit. Oh, some wow. of them would go with like whatever they. You know, you carry. can literally walk out of like any grocery store with all your shit. I mean, not legally. But <laughs> not legally, but you can. Like you legally. I mean, not legally. You literally can. Yeah, but so you don't want that around you. No, for sure, for sure. I'm That's just my thing. Yeah, I'm. I'm just saying. Like, I mean, I get what you're saying about like you know that that in the lifestyle to go with, which it's not. Honestly, no, it's not. nobody likes to be the nobody that wants to be struggling. I mean, ultimately, even though you know we're saying you know all sex work is valid, A, B, C, and D. I feel like no one should have to. Unless, unless that's you, you know, you really like it, you enjoy it for, you know, mm-hmm. then fuck it, do what you want. But you're right. Nobody should have to resort to. You know, getting pimped and sex work and, you know, living that kind of lifestyle. Yeah. Because it's just so dangerous. You know? Like, for me, for, sure. for me, it's the dangerous factor of, like, how, there, you know, like, yeah. you, you know, if you end up nowadays, you know, stealing a fucking water bottle puts you in jail longer than being an actual rapist. Yeah. And there's just know? so many, and there's just so many different factors within that, um, you know, that world. Like, there's factors within your own community that mm-hmm. you're 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 immersing yourself upon. Like you can't trust people within your own shit. Like they steal your shit. Mm-hmm. Um, they could beat you down mm-hmm. to steal your shit. Um, they pimp you out. They degrade you as your basic human necessities. Yeah. Like, that's I I don't see like I don't know how and I understand it's difficult for people to get out of that lifestyle living from. They don't have any sense of stability. They're mm-hmm. living from hotel to hotel, whatever's cheap. Drag them. I, no, I'm not dragging them. It's like, like I understand some no, people I come know. into hard times, but it's like, how do people live like this? Would you be the pimp? Ba- based off your ego, would you be the pimp or the hoe? Would you flip-flop? I wouldn't be able Could to. Could you flip-flop? I wouldn't be able to be either one. Because like, at the end of the day, I feel like I would just respect some people's, like, basic human rights too much to be like a pimp a profitable pimp mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> a businessman uh, yeah exactly um and a hoe I, yeah mm, outer no mm-hmm. I, I think i would just i just respect but gun to your too. head if you have based off like i guess you would you be a pimp or a, or a hoe how could you even pimp how could you even decide one <laughs> I think for me, I would want to be both. Why? I would want to be a shift lead. Why? <laughs> like Why? A, uh, a shift lead hoe. Because I, okay, so I would want to be a pimp because um, I've always dreamed of ha- having my own business. Okay, there's so other, I have there's that. Other I know, ventures. I know, I know. But we're talking about just like, you know, like sex work right now, right? So I would want to, like, you know, to like, you know, I, I, I love having that like business aspect of it. And then I would want to be a hoe because, I mean, Life imitates art, bitch. Surprise! I'm actually kind of a hoe. But so I, mean, I would enjoy. Not, I would enjoy both. But you're not being selective with who you're gonna be a hoe with. You're no, being, for sure. You're gonna be a hoe with whoever is willing to pay for it. For sure. And I feel like if I was of that mentality or had to struggle on that level, I wouldn't even consider like my morals. 
<laughs> if you're on that level of struggle, right? I mean, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, people only people don't do it because it's fun. I mean, sh- I mean, maybe some do. I don't know, but like most of the time, those people that refer, like, you know, have to go to, to that level of like supporting yourself, it's out of desperation. You know, people. Yeah. Uh, I know I worked with somebody uh, one of my last jobs. Uh, she she worked with me, but like the thing is like. You know, she struggled so much that she had to resort to stripping every once in a while. Okay, but stripping you know? is a different. No, like, I know, but I mean, it's 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 a different level of sex work as well. You yes. know, that's also looked down upon, and that could also put, it could it could also be dangerous. I mean, you could also it be can be dangerous. You could you could you can also be a, a you know a, a, a hoe or a pimp's hoe technically. Hmm. You know, um, under stripping. You know. Yes, you can. And uh, I mean, we're not here like shitting on it. We're just here like just kind of having a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Speaking of propaganda, okay. So I want to talk to you about something that we like, kind of lightly touched on, okay. um, a while my memory. a while ago. Um, I have to refresh your memory on everything, yes. so it's okay. Yes. Um, Noel has the worst memory. Yes, I think probably worse than me. I have a bad Thanks. memory. Noel has a bad uh-huh. memory. You would think Noel has been doing crack since he was five, mm-hmm. but, uh, so. Lately, I really been in the mood, you know, with this whole like, you know, Black Lives Matter movement and, you know, with COVID, you know, exposing, you know, how unprepared and bullshit the United States kind of really is, you know, you know, and I remember I talked to you a while ago about how there I thought about moving to Mexico. Yeah. You know, and because the company that I work for is an international company, so I could easily go work over there. And, uh, you know, I've just like just knowing that I have that opportunity to go to Mexico with no problem has kind of my brain has really like gone tenfold on really thinking about why I'm here in this country and why my parents brought me here to this country and just like the ins and outs, you know, of how like. How, how basically we're taught as people that other countries are shit, you know, like the propaganda, the, the propaganda that, that this country teaches us that, you know, there's no better country in the world, you know, and don't get me wrong. The United States is a comfortable place to be, yeah. but the freedom that we get is disguised behind a lot of bad shit, you know, and I'm not saying, you know, every, you know, any other country is perfect. Don't there's, I'm not talking, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like, I feel like a lot of people come to this country t- for a better life. But it's a lot of people who weren't educated in their in their home countries that come to this country because the opportunities that don't require a degree, you know, don't require an education technically. They just require skill. So there's a lot of that, of that in this country, you know. Yeah. You know, and I feel like growing up, you know, like like I mean, my main point is that we're taught propaganda that this country is the best country in the world and it's not i mean it's a good country mm-hmm. but what really fucks it up is the amount of racism the amount of hypocrisy you know like the fact that like you know there's so many things in place that defend you know murders and rapists and you know bad people you know and then there's a lot of good people in this country that get fucked over by the system you know, like you have, like to my point earlier, you know, you have people 
sitting in prisons for um, prostitution, weed charges, you know, enrolling their kids in school using a friend's address, you know, serving long sentences. Um, yeah, you have people like that bitch from, you know, Full House getting two months in prison for literally committing scam on a college. You know, like, how does the, I think that shit make sense to me, you know? Yeah. And I, again, I'm not going to sit here and like try to say like, oh, well, you know, there's another country that's perfect. That's not the point at all. I'm just talking about like, it's just crazy how like we're taught that other countries are shit. You know, and it's complete propaganda. But what are you going to do about it? No, for sure. <laughs> I, and I mean, and I agree 100 percent. I'm the kind of person that's like, I mean, well, shit. I mean, unless we really get, you know, people rallied, there's really not going to be no change, you know. Yeah. And that's why I, f- I strongly feel that, like, the BLM movement right now is like our second civil rights movement because there is, you know, they're putting attention on, on a lot of these issues. And, you know, when you have kids and I, ha- you know, you know, later on, later on in our lives, this is going to be a topic of conversation that our kids are going to learn about in school, you know, Mm -hmm. because I mean, Trump has literally been one of the worst presidents to the point where he's making history in a bad way, you know? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, what do you think though? I mean, that's just my perspective from like an immigrant's point of view. And I, and I think about, I think about these things because, you know, it, it, uh, it affects so many other parts of my life. Yeah. But I mean, you as an American, you were born here. I mean, yeah. I definitely have more rights. Right. I I def and lefts. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely um I guess because it doesn't affect me as right. much as it no, does it doesn't. you. Right. I don't um and it is an uncomfortable and really sad um topic. So it might be very ignorant, very stupid of me to do, but I I tend to overlook these things because mm-hmm. it just it does like really does kind of um get some in on a, on a mental health aspect like mm-hmm. even with this black lives matter movement it's like black lives always matter like, of course they right. always matter and um it's sad that we're still fighting for that it's really really sad that we're still fighting for that and i remember there's this one uh, video on i want to say it was like instagram or facebook that i saw where um this father and her and his daughter came on and the literally the first thing that came to mind and i was like oh she is so freaking beautiful she's mm-hmm. she's this little like cute six-year-old girl and she has her her hair just this, like gorgeous like curly hair and then she just looks like a little sweetheart mm-hmm. and he comes on and he's like this is what we practice at our home and the little girl keep in mind she's about six years old she puts her arms up and she's like my name is i can't remember her name she states her name she says i am six years old I am African-American. I do not have anything on me that will harm you. I will mm-hmm. cooperate with whatever you you right. you um, you need of me. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, that. you know how much that broke my heart? You know what right. I mean? Right. To see this little girl and just to see how much um, different people view the same person. Because mm-hmm. here I am thinking she is so freaking beautiful. She is a, this adorable mm-hmm. little girl. And for somebody else to view the same mm-hmm. person and think of, um, something racist or, or something hateful or, or worse even yet have some type of um, uh, harmful or like potentially dangerous intentions to this person like how could somebody just have such different 
views on such different hatred over this little girl. I think it, it, I, I feel like that's like I feel like that really really hit too. Yeah. And um, that I did kind of tear up when I saw that. I was like, this is a little girl. She is being robbed of her, of her childhood, because what little kid needs to needs to know that you know what little kid needs to um you know state that they are not a danger they are right. not a threat to within their within the within the law force right right um i understand the dad's reason behind doing it but i'm also kind of mad that um she is a child she is robbed she, of her childhood yeah. i mean to a certain extent she's fucking robbed of her life you know like, I mean, Robert, your childhood was like, oh, my God, as a child, I never got to, you know, go outside and play with my friends and blah, 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 blah. You know, someone like Gypsy Rose, for example, you know, like uh, that, that documentary about the girl that no, I don't know what her mom about. made her believe that she had like all these kind of diseases for such a long time. So people can feel bad for them. And like she thought she had the diseases too, you know, like mm-hmm. cancer, all this, all this shit to get people to like kind of like kind of like, you know do GoFundMe for them, you know? Mm-hmm. And eventually, like, she found out that she didn't have anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was upset at her mom, and she had her boyfriend kill her mom. And it was like, it was like the whole thing, right? But, like, that's robbed of your childhood, you know, as yeah. a child. Like, like when, like, you have to teach your, ki- you know, your young ki- kids, if you're black, to, like, recite this whole fucking thing. This whole script. When, like, you have these adults... Yeah. That are looking at, at a black child and treating them like they're fucking, you know, some type of criminal level or, 10 or, criminals. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. Yeah. And, and that's th- my thing is like, it's a six year old girl, dude. Like a six year old What the girl. fuck is a six year old going to do to you? Yeah. You know, like yeah. they're like they're over here fucking walking out uh, high school shooters in like, you know, with like the, the, the calmness of nerves. Yeah. Meanwhile, a, a six year old got a. You know, has to fucking learn her lines to not die, you know? Yeah. And I feel like as a society, one thing as well, it's like we are taught to hate black culture and look down on black, on black culture so much. It took me a while to realize, you know, us as Mexicans, you know, we we know, understand and we know how to identify Mexican culture, you know, mm-hmm. and we're all, and, you know, to us, it'd be weird if you, you know, if somebody were come up to be or, or just like, you know, criticize, like, for example, let's take like the most basic, you know, form of like Mexicans, but like paisas, right? Mm-hmm. Paisa culture, right? Mm-hmm. Or even just like mariachi, right? Mm-hmm. It, it would be weird for you if somebody would sit there and shit on like mariachis mm-hmm. when you're just like, well, that's just part of like the Mexican culture. You know, it's just, it's normal. It's, you know, this is that. But in, in this country, we're taught so much to think about like, you know, to, to, to use words like ghetto as mm. like you know derogatory you know mm. you know we're, we're taught to you know uh label people as ghetto based off how they behave but or it, even know, how they dress or, e- or even, how they dress, even how they dress right. also like you know the form of dress is is just the way they dress it is it is, it is black culture ghetto. you know what i'm saying black culture right black culture was created for black people yes. by, by black people for black people yes which is imitated by anybody everybody everybody white women especially with it, fucking it, box it, braids. everybody um right. And um, I, I feel like the term ghetto, which I I, I will admit I am at fault at. Oh yeah, we all. Using, I mean, we've all been at. Yeah, we've all, we're all at fault for being ignorant of these things because yes. that is the propaganda bullshit that we're taught growing which up. Which it is, I, I use it very loosely. Like there yeah. there are um, so th- this two group of um, there are women of color, they come off as maybe ghetto in their form of speech. Yeah. Um, like <laughs> they they just. They talk really southern, really. Mm-hmm. They just they're they're, they're a little louder, mm-hmm. but that's just how they get along. That's their culture. That is, um, 
Well, do it's you know what Ave is? What what? Ave. No, I don't know what that is. Ave, uh, Ave is A A V E, African no. American Vernacular English. No, I have no idea. You know, what so that, is. that I mean, w- when you talk in the black sense, you know, uh-huh. technically, that is Ave. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, well, like, that is you know, like, right, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. <laughs> is, is like, how, like, how are we taught? Like, it's like, like we're taught to appropriate back black culture, but we're taught to appropriate it for our own convenience. Yeah. But we're taught to actually shit on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, I mean, there's people like that, that go like, uh, I don't know if you heard of these cases like of high schoolers who like, they're, they, they won't let them graduate if they don't cut off, if they don't cut off like their, their braids or like their, their uh, their dreadlocks. <laughs> There's been situations like that where the, the high school that's like we're not that's on another we're not going to let you walk if you if, if you keep their hair and like if you don't. If you, there's a whole law about it in some states that you no, can, not that you that. cannot I discriminate not based off your hair. They it had to go that far. I did not know that. Yeah. That is ridiculous to me. Yeah. But I'm um, going back to those coworkers. Yeah, they might like like one of the girls. She says a lot of things like where, where you'll be having a conversation. If she'll agree to if she agrees with your statement, she goes, "Yeah, buddy." Like, yeah. really loud, yeah, really, yeah. like, but that's just the way her speech. Yeah, that's yeah. just the way she talks. And, um, but they are, like, super hardworking. There are some other girls that bust their ass harder than most of the guys there. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just great. Like, they freaking, they fed me lunch. <laughs> like, they bring me lunch. They're, they're just super dope people. Um, they talk a little different. But other than that, they are great people. Right. And even then, their speech is great. They're just they're just a joy to be around, mm-hmm. really. And um, But it, it kind of does piss me off when some of my own coworkers label them as ghetto. And I'm all, no, they might be a little louder. Are a lot of your coworkers Hispanic descent? Yes. Don't even get me started on the racism in Mexico. I know. <laughs> I know. And it, it really irks me. Because these are these oh are my, my people. God, dude. These are my people, but um, we we definitely need to work on that. Don't even get me started. Like that conversation about racism in Mexico is. We definitely need to work. We on We need that. a three-hour episode just for that one because it is so fucking hypocritical that a lot of Hispanics, yeah, South Americans, Central Americans, come here to the United States and expect. You know, to be received with open arms, yet the way they talk about people of color and indigenous people behind closed doors yes. is blows my mind. Yes. Who sings, who sings that song? Which one? Nana, I'm about to blow your mind. What? I don't even know what she's Is that Gwen Stefani and Eve? Oh, it's talking about... Um, blow your mind. Yeah, uh, is, is, yeah, is, is, yeah, isn't isn't yeah. that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I don't have good vocals. No, you don't. Yeah. I, didn't, I, I didn't catch what you meant, and I was like, "That's such a, that's such oh, a, uh, uh, what I, what's the word? What's the um, iconic? Oh, yeah, iconic I mean, it's, song. It, yeah, it's a pretty, it's a pretty. So song. for me, not to understand what yeah. the fuck you were talking about. <laughs> like, and, and you know, what's so crazy. I saw a video on Twitter the other day um, about uh, from Cascada when she uh, performed that uh, one of her like her her one hit wonder basically, um, not Barbie Girl. Um, I don't even know who this is. Cascada has two good. It has like three good songs, and it's like the one from the early two thousands. And everyone just knows it when it comes on. And you're going to play it. I'll play it for you. But like, it's just crazy how like she's just sitting so comfortably on that pile of money from the royalties off that song. I don't know. Who you know, this if is. if I ever make a song, I hope it's that great because yeah. I ex- I want to be a it one. It just hit. blows up for decades. Yeah, so. I want to be a one hit wonder. I I don't want to put any work into that. Yeah, for I'm, sure. I'm not an artist. Yeah, I love to talk shit, yeah. but but I'm not an artist. No, no, yeah. not, not like that. 
don't know who this Cascada. You, you know who is. you know you know who Cascada is. Like, trust me, you've you've heard the song. I don't know. Yes, ma'am. I can't say yes or no. I have. I would need to hear it. Okay, let me see here. Yeah. Did I have so much porn saved on my? Oh, here it is. Porn. <laughs> oh wait, never mind. This they did a cover of that one. I have so much porn saved on my Twitter. Really? Well, I don't even yeah. have a Twitter. No, but and even then, I'm not like big on porn. Well, I feel like all the places that you would that you would be able to save your porn, you don't have. <laughs> oh my god, I do have a lot of porn in here. Jesus. There's some videos who are, that are just really, really good too. What kind of porn are you into? All co- I mean, just regular porn, I guess. Regular. Let me see. Yeah, I don't have it. I didn't save it. I thought I did. Anyway, this one hit wonder is a little irrelevant at the moment. Let's see. I'm pretty sure I can just look it up. Yeah, but going to this Black Lives Matter movement, it is. It's unfortunately it's it's kind of dying down. Like, I mean, it's dying down in the mainstream. Oh yes. Wait. Here it is. This this song is whack. Okay, I've definitely heard it. Yeah, so but saying. it's whack. I mean, it's whether you think about it, whether you think it's whack or not. I mean, it's iconic. Yes, it is. I mean, yeah, it is. Everyone recognizes it. You mm-hmm. think it's whack, and you and you know what it is. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I'll give her that. Like. You know? So in my head, I'm just like, man, like cause I I saw the video. It it, it came up on Twitter the other day, mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, I want to be a one hit wonder. Yeah, I want to make a song so good that people play for the next twenty years, and I'm just getting that money. Yeah, you're just sitting pretty. I have nothing else to do for but sure. sit pretty. After that time, yeah. I have nothing else. I mean. All right. Well. All right. Well, what what else would you like to add to our podcast today? It's been, it's, it's, it's been a while because I feel like, I feel like you you've been uh, dwelling on a lot of a lot of topics for our podcast that you wanted to share with us. You listeners. know what? There was a lot of topics during um, Pride Month. Mm. Is that over? That is uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Pride Month has been. Can like we stop two being gay? <laughs> <laughs> Pride Month passed a couple months ago, sis. But yeah. Um, but yeah, during that time, like Arizona Pride or Pride, just in Pride in general. In general. Um, but yeah, there was t- a lot of like gay topics I want to discuss, but you just weren't recording. You um, just weren't recording during the time. Uh, so. We no, I understand that, but yeah, there was a lot of like gay topics I wanted to touch on, yeah. which I feel like we could still touch on because I really did want to dabble mm-hmm. into that during that month, just specifically because it was Pride Month. Mm-hmm. Like what? Um, well. Well, because I started listening to another podcast. I feel like this is a whole other episode. You listen though. to the podcast? I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel like the content that I'm about to share is probably like a whole other episode's worth of, yeah, yeah. of content. So we probably like need to cut off pretty soon and like start a new episode here. You tell me when to, tr- when to cut <laughs> off this fucking podcast. Well, I mean, I don't feel like our, our Acting our like we don't got edit buttons around here. <laughs> yeah, I just don't feel like our, our listeners will want to listen to like a two three hour okay well, well give us a little tease what, what did you want to talk about i mean we'll uh, well, we'll leave them on a little cliffhanger here okay well there's a couple um topics like within our, our queer community and just queer individuals is like, like sucking dick there's yeah that's yeah. that's the main one um <laughs> no so like there's this one topic where it's like you as a as a queer individual will probably 
unless you're like passable i guess mm-hmm. you'll probably never um stop coming out to people throughout your whole life coming out will okay. forever be a a topic for you mm-hmm. wherever difference in jobs um different people that come into your life okay. you'll, you'll probably forever have to come out and live that relive that aspect of your life to that, other people that, okay all right well um, well let's go ahead and leave them on a little cliffhanger for this uh-huh. one and we will go ahead and have a whole new conversation on this uh-huh. so make sure you guys come back for the next episode me and Noel are going to talk about uh about being, the queers about being publicly queer yes um and yeah all right guys well, thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys liked this episode. I hope it wasn't a little too random. Yeah. Um, because, but I mean, that's basically what you signed up for. Yes. So, all right, Noel. We're, all we're, right. We're, uh, we people can find us on our Instagram, yes. My Crunchy Podcast. Uh-huh. You are somewhere tagged on there. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> just look for the well, tags. He'll look tag me tags. on the new posts for these new podcasts. But you want, but you won't ever like them. What do you mean? I like your posts. Not you like my posts on my main account, not on my not not, not on my I Instagram follow both account. of your accounts. I know, and you don't like the ones on my podcast do account. I, I'm pretty sure I do. I don't know. Something about this fake bitch around here just doesn't <laughs> sit well with me. <laughs> Something about fake bitches don't sit well with me. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week where we'll talk a whole bunch of faggoty shit. <laughs> my favorite topic. <laughs> All right.